So one of my favorite movies growing up was Happy Feet. Have any of you guys seen this movie? Oh my goodness, do you love it as much as I do? Like cute little fluffy penguins that sing. Like, can it get any cuter than that? Like, oh, it's one of my favorite movies. And I think the reason why I loved it so much and I watched it over and over and over again is because, um, well, I related to the main character, Mumble, um, because, well, Mumble um, has no musical talent whatsoever in his body, and neither do I, guys. I cannot sing to save my life. I cannot clap on beat whatsoever, and when I try and dance, it looks like I'm trying to put out a fire, okay? Like, it is bad. My musical capabilities are so, so poor, and so if you haven't seen this movie, Happy Feet, check out this clip. It'll remind you what I'm talking about. Well, Mumble, since you seem so keen to share. Uh, um, mine's sort of a Boom. And, uh... <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, boom. You heard that in there? Do you like it? Dear, I'm afraid that's not even a tune. It's not? No, dear. A tune is like, um... La, 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 la. Oh, okay. La, 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 la! Who is that? That is the offspring of Memphis and Norma Jean. Ah. The wee hippity hopper. La 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 It's not funny! No, no, not in the least. A penguin without a heart song is hardly a penguin at all. people laugh at me. They do. They just laugh. And a lot of times they just say, oh, honey, maybe you should let the singer who sang that song sing it, not you. Just, just stop, okay? So that is my life. I cannot sing. I cannot dance. I cannot clap on beat. And so when Pastor JL asked me to do a worship sermon, I knew I needed some help. So I brought out a professional Pastor Joe. Not done. Stop. I just had to take a breath. Never mind. You ruined it. It's done. He knows how to make an entrance. I am here, Madeline, to help you sing. Okay. I am a professional singer, and so I'm gonna like, we're gonna work through some stuff, okay? Okay. So um, just, just sing what I sing, and then you'll be a good singer. Just sing like me, and you'll sing great, okay? So I don't think this is how it works. Uh, okay. I don't want to. <laughs> no, no. It's easy. Just go like this. Uh, uh, <laughs> so bad. No, not. Uh, Shut up. Uh, 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 That's a minor second interval. Well done, okay? I knew that. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 your turn. Never mind. Okay. Never mind. I'm a great teacher, okay? 
but the, the best. we'll work out. Okay, let's try some rhythm stuff instead, okay? Oh, no. We can't clap because we're holding the mic. But, um, okay, so let's think, okay? One, two, three, four. What beats do you clap on? The one and the three. No! Never clap on <laughs> one and three. <laughs> Always two and you, four. Did you guys know that? You don't go. One, two, three, four. No. Why? No, okay. What's um, wrong with that? Well, I, I clap in between the beats. I don't even get. It's super lame to clap on one and three. But you go one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. You know what I'm going to say it to. I'm trying three, so hard. Four, one, three, one. It's like slapjack. <laughs> It, they got it. Way to go. They got it. Thanks, Way to guys. go. Everyone in this shame. room has more rhythm than Maidline here. Okay. Now, we do music stuff here at 4640. We call it, we call it worship. And, and another name for it, a fancy church name for it, is also praise. We do praise and worship. They're kind of the same thing, but they're kind of different. And so what we want to do is we're calling this Worship 101. Because I think there's plenty of you in this room who have come here, maybe recently started coming or have only ever been to 4640 and haven't grown up in church, and you don't really understand what's going on when we're up on stage doing the music time. Now, here's what it's not, okay? It's not a concert. I know we have lots of cool lights, and I know like there's a full band, and Jamie's over there rocking it with his gorgeous locks and stuff like that, and Rab's in his little fishbowl, and he's just like... Okay, all that stuff, and everything is cool. We got the fog and all of this stuff, and it looks cool. But here's the thing. We're not doing any of it. We're not singing. We're not playing. We're not jumping around. None of that is for you. Not a bit of it. It's all for God. The, everything we do up there, the singing, all that stuff is not for your entertainment. It's all for God. And the, what we do up there and why we do that is to give you an opportunity to join us. When we're singing songs, we want you to sing. When we're dancing, we want you to dance. When we're jumping up or lifting our hands, we want you to do those things too. We don't want you to like do stuff because we're doing it. It's almost like I wish that we could view the stage as like God was right here. And we're doing all of our stuff to God right here. And as you guys were right here, you were doing, you were praising and worshiping God right there. We're all in it for the same reason. And so here's some things that you can do during that time. What is praise? Well, praise is just celebrating what God is. It's the fast song. It's the first song we did. It's like, come right now, Holy Spirit, release. We raise our hands up, all that stuff. It's fun. It's meant to get you moving. It's meant to just allow you to dance and jump and have fun with it. Here's the thing. We take our praise here at 4640 extremely serious. And here's the thing. If you are not partying when you're praising, then you're probably not taking it very serious. If you're not having fun when you're praising, then you're probably not taking it very serious. If you're not feeling joy and smiling when you're praising, then you're probably not taking it very serious. Here's the thing. Our praise should just be this exuberant thing because it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be this time where we're celebrating God. So here's some stuff that we can do. First thing, we can shout and we can sing. Now, I don't need you at the end of a song to shout and like a woo to make me feel good like we did a good job. I don't need you at the end of a song to applaud and like cheer us because once again, 
I'm not doing it for any of you. I'm doing it for God. And I know that what we're doing up on stage pleases God. But shouting, shouting, singing, singing out the songs is really important. It says in Psalms 47.1b, shout to God with a voice of triumph. It's saying, shout to him with that voice of triumph. Well, what's that triumph? That's just Jesus. This is what Jesus did on the cross. We have victory through Jesus, what he did on the cross. And that's a big, that's a big thing. We're not going to get into it today. But shout, sing. Now, you might go, I don't know the words of that song. I haven't heard it that often. We actually have a Spotify playlist called 4640 Worship. It's all the songs we do here up on stage every week. And so hop on Spotify. It's also on YouTube. Hop on that and listen to that playlist and learn the songs. Learn the songs so that way when you come back, you know the songs, you know the words so you can sing and you can shout. Another thing you can do is we can dance, all right? I know if you're like Madeline, you probably can't dance. But if it's you're okay like, when I say it, but you can't say it about me. Um, no, I, I can say it if it's true, but I shouldn't say it if it's a lie. Psalms 149, three through four says, praise his name with dancing accompanied by tambourine and harp for the Lord delights in his people. Funny thing though, I was actually banned from tambourine use. Um, a long time ago, I had a tambourine and I was practicing my tambourine throws, which meant I tried to hit the ceiling with the tambourine and then catch it on the way down. Well, I sort of threw it badly and it, and it, and it, and it faded on me. And so I went to catch it and I missed when I tried to catch it. And it just completely obliterated a flat screen TV that we had right here. Completely broke the TV. So I'm not allowed to use tambourines, but I'm allowed to do all the other instruments. So a musician that cannot catch or throw. Shocking. No, I was able to throw it. I was able to throw it. No, you said you threw it wrong. No, I can throw. Watch. <laughs> Psalms 193 says, says dance, dance before the Lord. In, in another scripture, it said David danced with all of his might. All right, so that's, that's where we're jumping. That's when we say, get up off your feet, jump. That's because we're, we're celebrating through that action. Another thing we can do is we can clap. And then the same verse, but the beginning of it in Psalms 47 says, oh, clap your hands, all your peoples. That's how I read that saying, it's our peoples, huh? Clap your hands, you peoples. Now, clap on two and four, not one and three, okay? Or one, two, three, four, depending on how it is, right? But also sometimes my favorite thing, this is what happens, is it's a slow song, but it's got a little bit of a groove, and so everybody claps, and then all of a sudden we start singing, and it's a slow song, but people couldn't tell. So everybody's like, yeah! And then we start singing, we're like, higher than, and they're like, oh. So. They're like panic, and the, that makes me laugh as, as a leader, when there's like the clap and enthusiasm, and then they realize it's a slow song, and they're like, we're not supposed to be clapping right now. <laughs> but you can clap. Clap during those fast songs. Clap at the end. Clap during it. If you're, if you're rhythmically talented, clap and sing at the same time. There's not a lot of people that can clap and sing at the same time. But if you can clap and sing, do it. But clap at the end. Don't clap for me, but clap for God. These are the things you can do during praise. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Pastor Joe, you do. You make it sound a little bit easy because I remember when I first started to sing these praise songs, I felt so 
uncomfortable. I felt like everyone was staring at me because I felt like I was singing too loud and it sounded really bad and I wasn't clapping on beat and when I was dancing it looked really awkward and I was so concerned that my friends were looking at me and that like cute boy over there that I knew from school was looking at me. Like I felt so uncomfortable. And on top of that, I was like, why? Why do we praise? Why do we jump around and dance like crazy to this music? How does that help my relationship with God? I didn't get it. But the truth is, guys, is that praise is fundamental, foundational to our relationship with God. It is a huge deal. It's not just a fast and fun song that Pastor Joe likes to play up there because there's crazy lights and it's super, super fun, but it's actually for us and it's for God. And what it's about is showing our appreciation for the Lord and all that he has done for us. It's a time to just forget about those people that are around you and just completely connect 100% with God, not worrying about anyone else but you and him. So when I first started to sing these praise songs, like I said, I didn't get it. I was so worried about what other people were thinking about me. I missed the amazing thing that was happening in that moment. I missed that opportunity to praise God and thank him for the amazing things that he has done for me. And the Bible says in Romans 12:1 that praise is actually making a sacrifice to God. It says, and so dear brothers and sisters, that's us, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all that he has done for you, let them be a living and a holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So I know we see that word sacrifice and we're like, ugh, like that's kind of a weird word. Like you think dead animals when you think sacrifice, but that's not at all what this verse is saying. What this verse is saying is to give our living, breathing bodies as a sacrifice in praise. And so this sounds scary, but it's not at all when you think about it. When we tell God how much we love him. We do that through prayer, right? We pray to him. We say, thank you, God. Thank you for everything you've done. I love you so much. So then when this is making your body a sacrifice, you're not only just saying it through words, you're using your body to tell him as well. You're not only using your words, but your body to show your appreciation to him as well. And so how we do this is by dancing, is by jumping, is by being excited and clapping and being completely just immersed and paying attention to the song. And when we do this, it shows God that we are not only willing to sacrifice our time with our friends, but we're willing to sacrifice our image. We're willing to sacrifice us looking cool or maybe not being able to sing on key or singing too loudly. We're sacrificing all of that image and being embarrassed because we want to praise him and thank him because he is so deserving. So does it matter if you can clap on beat? Does it matter if you can sing beautifully? No, not at all. That's not what this is about. God cares about that sacrifice that you're making and about your heart behind the movements, not if you look good or you sound good while you're doing it. In the end, praise is just about showing God how much you love him in a different way. It's using your body to praise while also using your words. So think of it like this. How many of you guys know a person who talks with their hands? Is anyone? Yes, all of us, right? We all know somebody that like use their entire bodies to tell a story. Well, I don't know about you guys, 
but I love these people because when they are talking to me, I know that they are like passionate, that they are in it, that they love what they are talking about and that they are completely involved in it 100%. So I love to watch them talk. I love to listen to them talk. Well, when we praise, it's the same thing. We're saying, God, it's not enough to just say this with my words. It's not enough to just have this music coming out of my mouth. I need to use my body. I need to use my hands. I need to use everything in me to show how much I love you and I appreciate you. It's not enough to just use your words sometimes. Sometimes you need to be so involved, so passionate, that everything in your being is crying out to him and praising him. So praise is kind of like, we always, we like to do the song first because in scripture, it says to enter into his gates with praise, enter into his courts with thanksgiving. So when we're doing that fast song, it's, it's like we're entering into his presence. And in another scripture in Psalms, it says that he is enthroned, like his seat is on our praise. And so it's this like, it's this big welcome sign that we hang up when we praise. We say, God, we want you in this place. And we invite him through our praise. And so he, he comes into this room. Then we move on to those slow songs. You know, we, we do that fast, fun song. And then it's sort of like this, we, like this quick drop into something different. And we've done the praise because we want God to be in this room. We want God to, to we kind of like want to wave him down. And now that he's here, it's sort of like this idea of just like sitting down and having a deep conversation with God through, through these songs. It, it's this one-on-one, a lot more like intimate, kind of like close thing that we're doing during the worship song. So here's some stuff that we can do during that time. We can raise our hands. We can just lift up our hands. And so why do we do this? Well, there's a, there's a few reasons you could say. Like what, what happens, like I have a little two and a half year old girl and she's the cutest thing in the world, but, and still to this day, she like, she goes up please. And then she puts up her hands. And that's, that's, wanting, that's wanting me to like pick her up. And so sometimes that's just us. That's not necessarily like a, a physical I'm down, but may, maybe you are emotionally down. Maybe you had a rough day. That's, that's something, hey, up please, up. It's also a sign of like surrender, right? And so we put up our hands and we do that stuff, okay? Now, we can raise our hands. We can do that. That's great. And in the verse it says in Psalms 134:2, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. So lifting up our hands blesses God. What is that? It, it just means that it, it makes God happy. Another thing we can do is we can close our eyes. Now there's not like a specific scripture that says close your eyes during worship because this is a thing, but it's just a way of sort of like eliminating, and this is why Pastor Jay, like during a prayer time was like close your eyes. It's not that we want, you, that's part of worship and it's an extremely thing, but it, it eliminates the distractions. And so this is how you close your eyes, okay? You take your eyes and you close them. Okay? I can do that. You can do that. Yeah. I can do that one. Let me see. Excellent. Wow. So close your eyes. If you're getting distracted by the friend or something like that, close your eyes. The next one is we can kneel. Psalms 95, 6 says, oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. All right. So this is like the Tebow. All right or the double Tebow, okay? Like this, this is some, or is the double Tebow like a sitting squat? I don't know, one of those two. But here's the thing. Most of the people that I know, do you guys even know who Tim Tebow is? Okay, that was just a thing for me. Most of the people I know, kneeling, bowing down is like 
the worship move when it's just like, ooh, you're feeling it. Like something happens. God just comes in that room and, and I have no choice but to like drop to my knees. It's, it's kind of one of those things. When you think about royalty and how they're walking by, all that stuff. Now, what kneeling has turned into, and we've seen it in 4640 in the past, is like somebody kneels on the ground and then for some reason somebody else feels like, oh, that person is kneeling, so I should kneel by them and support sort of thing. But that person is doing their thing and feeling like they need, they're in desperation, like getting on their knees to talk to God, to worship God in that moment. So you don't necessarily need to do that unless you feel that way too. And it's not necessarily a let's huddle together on our knees, but that's a I'm going to get on my knees by myself too because, man, God is doing something cool. So we can kneel, but that's like, that's what's one of those moves that God, I, I, I almost like reserve it for those times when, man, God is doing something crazy. And the other thing we can do is we can sing. Once again, I come back to that. That's what worship is, is singing to God. And so we need to sing. And once again, if you don't know the songs, go to the Spotify playlist, go to the YouTube playlist and listen to the songs learn them, listen to them, and get the words down so that you can sing with your eyes closed, or you can, you can sing and, and, and pick up on the songs easier. And even if you've never heard the song before, listen and start to get it, and then try and sing some of it. Those choruses, the chorus, which is like the hook or the really repetitive part, we try and pick songs that you can pick up on quickly so that you can sing with us. It says in Psalms 96, one through two, sing to the Lord a new song, sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name, proclaim his salvation day after day. Here's the thing about the Bible. Anytime it repeats something, it wants you to take note. Anytime it repeats something, it's saying this right here is super duper important and you need to do it. And so the scripture repeats, sing to the Lord three times. So we know, just in this one verse, it repeats it. So we know that God wants us to use our voices to sing to him. Yeah, and worship can be really hard. It can be hard for those of us who are newer at it that don't really know what to do. I can remember looking around and just being so confused by what was happening. I didn't know why people were raising their hands. I didn't know why people were closing their eyes. I couldn't understand why people seemed to be like talking when there wasn't lyrics happening. Like I just was so confused and so, so uncomfortable. And I think a lot of you guys can feel that way too, and that's okay. In fact, um, I have a friend He's from Talladega Nights, and I think I feel like him. I felt like him a long time ago when I first started to worship. So let's go ahead and play that clip. I felt like I was on a spaceship, and uh, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. <laughs> uh, be good just to hold them down by okay. your side. Yeah, great. Well, we were real happy with, um, <laughs> with what was going on, and uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, you got to be happy my hands like that's how I was I was like Ricky Bobby I was like I'm not sure what to do with my body right now do I raise my hand do I put it down do I put it out to the side like if you ever look at Pastor Will he always does the heartburn he's got he's got like his heart his hand on his heart right here and his arm up there like there's different poses that people do and it doesn't really make sense especially when you're not really sure what's going on but that's okay because that's why we're talking about this tonight and that's where most of us start and so what's really cool about worship is that it's not just singing the lyrics it's not just going along with the song but those lyrics that you're singing they actually have a meaning and they're actually a lot of them are from the bible they are direct 
direct scripture coming straight from it. So whether we realize it or not, when we sing those lyrics, we are declaring God's power and his word over our lives. Colossians 3.16 says, let the message about Christ and all of its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives us. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. So just like what Pastor Joe was saying, when a child wants to be picked up, they raise their arms. And the same thing goes for us, guys. When we want to be picked up by our Heavenly Father, all we have to do is raise our arms to Him, and He's there. He's there to comfort us. He's there to love on us. Whatever we need in that moment, when we lift our arms and surrender, He is going to provide it to us without a doubt. And so again, it's us showing him with our bodies, with everything in us, that we are in this song. This is more than just worship to us. This is our relationship with him. This is us passionately pursuing him because he brings us power and he brings us peace. We can use worship to talk to God. We can use worship to pray to him about things that we're struggling with, or maybe we can use that time to go to a blue team member to have them pray over you. We can use that time to tell him what we're struggling with, to ask repentance for things. There's so much that we can be doing besides just standing there and being kind of quiet. It's so, so important that you use that time to focus on God. It's not a time to be talking to your friends. It's not a time to be going to the bathroom because there's nothing fun going on. It's not a time where you should be like Fortnite dancing or messing with the other people around you because when you are deciding not to pay attention, that's one thing. But then when you decide to go and interrupt another person's experience with God, that's a whole nother thing and that's not okay. So you need to be actively pursuing God during this time. And if you're not ready to raise your hands, that's okay. You can work your way up to it, but just make sure you're not distracting somebody else during that time, you guys. God wants to spend time with you. He wants you so badly to reach out to him in your time of need. He wants you to use this time absolutely to come to him with anything that you're going through. And so just a couple of seconds, what we're gonna do is we're gonna worship. We're gonna apply these things that we learned tonight and we're gonna do it with passion, not because we feel like we have to, but because we absolutely want to. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.